The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk about Google's recent announcement related to core web vitals. Joining us today is Kathy Brown, who is a senior SEO consultant at Searchmetrics, which is an enterprise-grade SEO and content marketing platform that helps marketers make better and more data-driven decisions. And today, Kathy and I are going to talk about what core web vitals are, what Google is saying about them, and what you should do to prepare for their rollout. All right, on with the show. Here's my conversation with Kathy Brown, Senior SEO Consultant at Searchmetrics. Kathy, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Thank you, Ben. Good to be here. I'm excited to have you back on the show. You're becoming one of our more frequent guests, and I'm leaning on you now that we're having some technical news, which isn't something that happens all that often, unrelated to algorithm updates. Google made an announcement related to core web vitals. But before we get into exactly what that announcement was, just give me the refresher. I'm a digital marketer. I speak fluent SEO. Remind me what core web vitals are. Sure. So core web vitals are going to become part of a new ranking factor that Google's calling page experience. And they simply measure the loading experience of the page, the stability of the page, and the interactivity of the page. And the three core web vitals are LCP, largest content full paint, FID, first input delay, that's the interactivity, and something called CLS, cumulative layout shift, which is a measure of how much the page jumps around as it's rendering. Okay, so 
if I'm trying to put that in non-SEO English, it sounds like these three metrics are related to how quickly your page loads, how interactive it is, and then how much it's actually going to jump around once it loads. Is there going to be things that are moving as the loading process happens? This all kind of relates to not just, you know, getting the pixels on the page, but providing a stable and usable environment for the end consumer. Am I thinking about it the right way? Yes, you are. It's exactly right. So yeah, Google has an interest in, you know, because that's what Google wants. When you click on a search result, they want to send you to a page that gives you a pleasant experience. So it's not just about how fast it loads, but, you know, not having the experience of clicking on the wrong thing because it jumped around on you. So they want a decent experience And these three metrics are the way they're measuring that experience. All right. So Google is putting together a set of KPIs to help the SEO community understand how they are thinking about and evaluating the page load and stability of the user experience. Now, there was an announcement a couple months ago saying that Core Web Vitals were rolling out and would be a ranking factor, something that SEOs were going to be judged on, but they didn't just make that announcement and say, okay, here it is, go optimize. There was a a preview and a slow rollout period. We had some news this past week. Why don't you tell me what that announcement was about? Sure, absolutely. So back in July, they kind of pre-announced the Core Web Vitals. But just this past week, we learned, Google announced, they told us back in July, hey, we're going to give you six months notice on when this aggregate ranking factor was going to roll out. And so now we have six months. So they gave us a date. It's not an actual day date, but it's a month. And so the new page experience ranking factor will become a reality in May 2021. Okay, so the countdown has started. We have roughly six months, not counting in minutes or second, but in monthly increments to make sure that our, our, I guess it's not the content, is the website and experience is going to be loading up to Google standards or at least be ready to be evaluated by Google standards. So talk to me about what this means for the SEO community. Are we all starting to, you know, play the page speed wars or what does this mean practically for our technical SEO brethren and sistren? Well, one thing I do want to also mention that was part of the announcement is they did mention, this is Google now, that there'd be some kind of visual indicator or clue in the search engine results that this page meets page experience. So if you're familiar with like the little lightning bolt we used to see with the AMP, like this is a fast page, it'd be something like that. So... That, in my opinion, ups the game a little bit more because not only do you want to you know, satisfy these metrics, you want to have a good result for all three of the metrics or at the very least a, a needs improve. You don't want the poor result. But now, not only is this ranking factor in play starting in May, but you also have this little visual tag that you might want to attach to your page in the search engine result page. Practically speaking, what that does, you know, we're all going to be evaluated based on the page rank, whether our pages are showing up and whether they're driving traffic and conversions. But that little 
iconification, the badge game that Google's playing allows all of our VPs, CMOs, CEOs to come and say, hey, why am I not seeing the lightning bolt next to all of our pages, right? It doesn't actually influence the customer experience. It's just an indicator whether your page experience is fast or not. That's right. Or, you know, that it's satisfactory. So yeah, it might have an impact on user behavior because that badge will be like an indication that the page is approved by Google. I'm sure that's how people are going to interpret it. And so it might, you know, help with click-through for sure. But you're quite right in sort of mentioning that it sort of ups the game, you know, when you're sort of presenting the case for improving your core web vitals to the C-suite because it's like, we want that badge on our search results. So I'm sure that some people are thinking of it that way. Can't not have the little race car badge by our search results. What'll happen? (laughs) Well, if you're ranking first, I don't really think it's going to matter if that's there other than, you know, it's a visible thing. And I don't know, we'll see how that plays out. So as you're thinking about the impact towards SEOs, there's going to be some iconification, some badgery. I'm kind of making up words here to highlight which are the most performant pages or at least the satisfactory performing pages. What should we be doing to get ready? Well, and yeah, I just want to mention, we're not quite sure what that badgery is going to look like. So go ahead and speculate and make up words because we really don't know. I really hope it's a rabbit hopping out of a hat. (laughs) (laughs) We really don't know. So, I mean, definitely we are working with clients. We're already digging into the variety of data sources we have on this topic. And, you know, um, the very first thing I would do is just go into Google Search Console and look at the Core Web Vitals Google Search Console report because that will give you a clue on how many of your URLs are poor URLs when it comes to the core web vitals, how many needs improvements and how many are good. And so that just gives you a quick snapshot of where you are. And if you have a lot of poor URLs, then yeah, you're going to have to start digging into that and figuring out what are the next steps to get the portion of your site that needs improvement or is poor to get the good URL result. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. 
Now, Kathy, talk to me about how you think about evaluating some of the data that you're getting. You know, there's Lighthouse and some other places where you can get page speed data. You know, do you have initial thoughts on some of the places that you can look to see your performance that would indicate that you need to improve or adjust some of your pages? Yeah, there's a number of places to look. I mean, Google's done a pretty good job of updating Google Lighthouse and the PageSpeed Insights with these new metrics. But the one thing I want to point people to that they should maybe start checking out is the Chrome User Experience Report. So Google has collected a lot of data on sites that, you know, it's not on every single site we have, but it's on most sites that get decent traffic So you can access this information. It's in BigQuery and the Google Cloud Platform. And that can be accessed using SQL queries. And there's even a pre-built Google Data Studio report that you can just pop in what they call the origin, which is the domain of your website. And it will like build out this nice, pretty report for you and give you feedback on not only the core web vitals, but on a variety of other page speed metrics. And, you know, if that's something that you, the listener, hasn't done yet, that might be one of your first steps is to get a nice overview by setting up that dashboard. It's interesting to me that Google is making this change, articulating how they're going to be evaluating pages moving forward. It's something that I feel like they've been criticized of, you know, at least the algorithm being primarily a black box. And now they're starting to talk about the performance metrics that they are using to rank websites. And furthermore, they're starting to create some tools to help us understand and evaluate it it does seem like some of these are still relatively hidden. You mentioned, you know, going and pulling SQL queries in data studios as opposed to having that data being in the core web vitals page or in webmaster tools. I mean, search experience. I mean, what are they calling it now? Yeah, webmaster, Google webmasters is no longer. They just renamed it to Google Search Center, I believe is the name. So Google Search Console, we hardly knew ye. Yeah, so I'm still calling it Google Search Console. I believe it's still called Google Search Console, but they've kind of named, you know, all their kind of resources they give to webmasters. It's no longer Google Webmasters. It's now Google Search Center. I guess webmasters was too geeky for the common public, but us SEOs really know who's in charge of the website. Yeah, absolutely. So, Kathy, give me your takeaway from not only this announcement, but Google being a little bit more upfront about what the metrics that they are using to evaluate and rank web pages. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I completely agree that they're being any more transparent. It's still a black box. I mean, they have told us, hey, you know, mobile friendliness is a ranking factor. Hey, HTTPS is a ranking factor. And they've told us in the past that speed is a ranking factor. The question is how significant of a ranking factor it is. And so people are like, well, you know, if my site is just a little bit slower than these metrics indicates it should be, is that really such a big deal? And that's really a fair question. We we do know some of the kind of chats that they've done recently is that content still trumps quite a bit. You have awesome content that is 
a fit for the user's query and it really matches the intent behind that query, then if your site is just a little bit slow, it's probably okay. But if you're in a really competitive space, you know, working on these types of ranking factors and making sure your house is in order when it comes to things like mobile friendliness and the core web vitals is always going to be a good thing. And remember, Google wants great experience for users. And great experience for users isn't just good for SEO. It's just good for your website in general. It helps conversions. It helps people come back. So it's not just about SEO. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Maybe Google isn't being more upfront about how they're evaluating web pages, but the announcement of Core Web Vitals does provide a little bit more granularity in terms of evaluating some of the things that they said they were already using as a ranking factor, primarily site speed, site speed, and site speed. So now at least we have a metric to look at and some new tools to play with to evaluate how they think about it. Yeah, I think that's fair. It is true, like, oh, page speed is very important. And then it's kind of evolved to, oh, first content paint is important. So yes, there's definitely been an evolution to a more granular set of metrics that we can take a look at. All right. Well, Kathy, we're going to dig deeper into Core Web Vitals, Google's rollout, and how SEOs should think about optimizing for the new data that we are supposed to be focused on. We're going to bring you back, let's say, next month, beginning of the year, and talk a little bit more about this. So thanks for being my guest. Uh, No worries. Looking forward to the deeper dive. All right. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Kathy Brown, a senior SEO consultant at Searchmetrics. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Kathy, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter. Her handle is Kathy Alice, K-A-T-H-Y-A-L-I-C-E. Or you could visit her company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. But that's not the case anymore, thanks to Ahrefs, because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to VoicesOfSearch.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. 
And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.